Welcome to Debatable. I'm Dominic Foxworth. That is the wonderful Monica McNutt. We watch the basketball. I don't know if we can call that a basketball game. <laughs> we watch 10 guys run up and down the court. Five of them played really well and really hard. The other five, I don't know. It was clearing the bench <laughs> by the fourth quarter. It was a mess in that Heat Celtics series, but I guess one does. Not too bad every now and then. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack here, but I feel like it's more none of the things that show up in the box score than the actual basketball. But whatever, we'll get to it. All right, Alabaster, give us the question so we can say all the things that we want to say about I, I, I guess, I mean, I was going to start with the Nuggets. Everyone crushes us for not giving them their due. But I think we have to start with this game now because we you segued us into it. So we're going to start with the heat in those pathetic, cowardly Boston Celtics. How do you contextualize what's happened in that series? I don't know. There's no context. They're getting beat. Monica, what do you think? I was about to say, contextualize is a great word. Um, listen, the one thought I had when this series came down was like, I don't know if Jimmy's going to lose to them again. And that's all I got is like Jimmy's energy, intensity, heat culture, like to its core, outsmarting, outworking, outwanting. This is Boston Celtics squad. I mean, anybody that looks at these rosters, and I'm not even talking about the undrafted piece. Like, we really need to toss that out. Nobody will look at these rosters and think that this series is supposed to be going the way it's supposed to be going outside of Jimmy and Bam going nuclear, which I think Bam has been really good and is not yeah. getting his, pre his credit since, like, game five of the Knicks series. I think he's been playing great basketball. But, like, Jimmy's numbers, you could argue, aren't even that gaudy. It's literally this team yeah. that is just outworking, outwanting, outdoing a Celtics squad that's supposed to be on their way back. And especially out shooting. And the Celtics have always been kind of relying on that three-point shot. It hasn't been falling, but the Heat seems like everyone out there can shoot and does shoot consistently well. Uh, watching the game is, like, fr frustrating. I'm not a Celtics fan. And, like, so first of all, let's start from here. The Heat are an eight seed. Let's not forget that. Like this was supposed, <laughs> they were supposed we? I mean, this was they were supposed to run out of luck at some point. Like they knocked off the one seed and then like I, the Nuggets, the last team that did that, right? Locked off the one seed and then they lost in the next round, I think, to the Jazz. Like that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to lose in the next round because you're outmatched. And they got lucky and got a Knicks team that's not super talented. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, sure. Well, you're going to get the number two team next. You're definitely going to be down 3-0 before game four in your home, and you're going to have to get one win to show some pride. No, it's the other way around, and it don't make no sense. And I know we can say Joe Mazzula is young and whatever, and Eric Spostra is the master, but also um, I try hard as a former player to not – Say stupid stuff like you got to want it more. But Jason Tatum, come on, man. But come on, man. <laughs> come on, Jason. You're making it tough on me, bro. Like, I, we know you have the capability to go for 50. I'm going to need you to go for 35. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I get a 40 something? Ga game three was really strange. Like, from the jump. It felt, and I, I literally texted my man, like, I know this is just the first quarter, but this feels like the Celtics are frazzled, discouraged, disconnected, like choose your adverb, adjective, um, just from the top down. And to your point, the stars, I can't even say that Tatum was pressing, but Jalen Brown was clearly pressing. The officiating got in their head. And like all you can ultimately come back to is the Heat are playing their band of, brand of basketball and have completely been 
undisrupted. Now, as far as fortuitous bounces go to get them here, I mean, isn't that part of success? Getting a little lucky? Yeah, but it's not enough fortuitous bounces. They're just whooping their because, like, they the, the Celtics started double-teaming Jimmy, and we were like, finally. And then they got it out of Jimmy's hand, and then Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent, <laughs> Gabe Vincent. just won't miss. <laughs> it's like, ah, that sucks. So, like, I, I understand potentially being a little bit demoralized if you're out there and you're running around trying to make these stops and you're doing everything you can to get the ball out of Jimmy Butler's hands. And then Gabe Vincent and, and Max Struess. It's just drilling threes in your eye. It's really hard. And then you <laughs> pass it to Jalen Brown to bounce it off his foot. He's got his, his handle. I don't know what's going on with Jalen Brown. But even that, though, right? Like, this idea of Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, like, these are guys that competed for a conference yeah. finals last year and have had quality minutes. So, I mean, both of these teams were in the same spot. So they both have the experience. What you got, Alabaster? Okay, so... I do want to get back to the Heat, for the got. Celtics first. Well, are we blaming Joe Mazzulla too much? Hate. Everyone online is saying this is all Joe Mazzulla's fault. But, you know, sometimes it's about the Jimmys and the Joes, not the X's and the O's. <laughs> You're lucky that Favorite I can't through this Zoom. Quote. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that we could stop blaming anybody. <laughs> uh, yes, Joe deserves the blame. Yes, Jason deserves some blame. And so does Jalen. And so does Marcus. Al. All of them. They all deserve some blame, except for the like the four white guys they brought in off the bench at the end. <laughs> Peyton Pritchard and his crew. Them boys out there working hard. Them and uh, Mascala. Yeah. Them guys out there doing their thing. Like them guys. Lucky, lucky in them. <laughs> but the rest of them fools. Uh... It is, it's an interesting question. I'm curious how the dialogue is going to go, right? Like, I don't remember exactly when the interim tag came off Joe Mazzulla, but I do wonder if there's any front office conversation that maybe they pull the trigger too soon. But this is a Celtics team that has been in this position with three different coaches in the last three years. So to me, like, it's far less about Joe Mazzulla, and I don't understand how guys flat out don't show up. Now, Having had the opportunity to travel with the Eastern Conference Finals and cover that series last year, what I remember and was able to pick up from Ime Udoka, there's no way that game goes like that if he's the head coach. Yeah. Like, not without him teed up, him and some of his players' faces. And I don't know what Joe was or wasn't doing on the sideline because it wasn't no coach cam. And obviously I was home and not there like I was last year. But there was a certain air of confidence arrogance if you want to call it that as a former player in a positive way I mean arrogance that Udoka carried that I think emanated out on that squad and he was able to say things to those guys and this is I actually know one of their assistant coaches pretty well and he shared with me that he was able to get after those guys in a way that they respected because of what he accomplished as a player and while Joe is incredible in terms of X's and O's and got to this point he doesn't have the same level of gravitas I still don't think that you can blame this on him because them guys flat out just were not ready, not, not engaged, not smart tonight. But when I think of the two of them, that is something that does come to mind. Yeah, so it sounds like you're saying that you can blame it on him. You don't want to no. blame it on him. But, like, I mean, if you're saying the difference that this wouldn't have happened under the last guy, well, then I, there's something that's missing out of this, this current guy. And I, I understand different teams are different. So uh, if you have Jimmy Butler, then you probably don't have to – 
be like the coach that's going to get in people's face because you got somebody who's capable of doing that. Although Eric Spostra is willing to do that, but we know that this roster doesn't have that. You need to have, it's like Marcus Smart. And Marcus Smart isn't going to get in his own guy's face. He's like the, the spark plug, kind of, but they don't got a Draymond Green. Somebody going to have to get in somebody. So that they, they got Grant Williams. What do you mean? I love Grant for the record. Okay, you don't don't try to don't you just play my man and then hit us with a, I love him. I you played him. Listen, uh, I, I, but seriously, in terms of somebody with some fire, like that's at least what you okay. saw in game two. Um, Draymond Light, for yeah, real, right? Yeah, like Draymond asked. This is puzzling. I think you got to continue to give the kudos to the Heat organization. Just yeah. and to your point, you talked about the double teams a little bit. And I watch them do this to the Knicks, right? They get the penetration going, you overload, you draw, and then they just swing the ball so well. And guys are ready with them quick releases. They're knocking down shots. This idea that this team can't shoot threes, y'all better go ahead with that. <laughs> because they have – don't talk to me about anything they did in the regular season. I don't want to hear it. It's a whole new season, as we've continued to say. And so, um, I think Caleb Martin has been incredible. Like, this has been yeah. something to watch thing, for sure. The thing that I was um, kind of impressed with that I saw in the first half, and this goes to coaching and, and them being prepared. And I guess they've seen these things before is when they get the penetration, they cause the double team or they collapse the defense. They start to swing it around. Then the ball hits Bam's hands and Bam is ready on the wing for a quick dribble handoff. And it creates an open shot right there. Or Bam is attacking the basket. That's the thing. And maybe that's just about Bam playing more aggressively and being smarter, but when they feel like they've gotten it to, to his hands, you would think like, all right, now now we stuck. But nah, Bam is ready with a dribble handoff, and there's nobody out there pressuring him because they don't think he has that type of range. And it's just they seem like they have an offense where it often doesn't feel like the Celtics have an offense to speak of. And I would add versatile to that offense. Like Expo and them are completely comfortable, and we haven't seen Bam do it a lot in this postseason. I think off the top of my head. He might have done it like twice in the Knicks series where he will go coast to coast, but they are completely comfortable with Bam as a decision maker and a playmaker and running through him. In fact, last year in this same matchup, yep. that was the thing that the Celtics were trying really hard to disrupt. And to a degree, they were able to do that. This year, they, and, and like people kept saying, oh, he don't have PJ Tucker this year. Like he was important in terms of keeping that series close. Well, we all thought maybe <laughs> like that is just not accurate anymore. And so I, I just think the confidence that, the shooting ensemble cast, you want to call them, yeah. Struz, Vincent, and Martin are playing with. And not even just the shooting for Martin, but his his willingness to attack the gaps, finish in the paint. Um, and then Bam, quietly, I mean, I know Jimmy and all these other guys are getting tons of credit, but quietly, I think Bam has been one of the best yeah. players in this series. I think that's fair. We didn't give Bam a lot of love. And I feel like Bam is always the one who gets blamed when they lose. It's like, you're not, he can't be any bigger, but like, it feels <laughs> like that's the general criticism is like, you're not a real center. You're not physical enough. You're right, not but like right. he's a, he's a bit undersized. I guess not in this matchup so much, but in a lot of matchups he is. But uh, I don't know. I don't need to be negative for Bam right now. He's been great in the course of this series. It's been incredible. He gave you not one but two highlight poster dunks tonight. That was like, oh, what the heck? And then he went for the third. He went ended up at the yeah, free throw line. Oh my goodness! The third one was going to be the worst one. Mm -mm. All right, Alabaster, you're not going to force us into bashing the Celtics. You just give <laughs> us this check and let us move on, please. Thank I, you. That's fine. I'm just assuming that it was unspoken that we all agree they should they should trade one of the Jays this offseason. But I digress. Let's move on. Um, so speaking of Bam's blame, he's definitely going to get a lot in the next series when he gets 
cooked uh, by Nikola Jokic because that's impending. Do we, you view the Nuggets? Do you view the Nuggets as clear favorites to win the title? Jimmy is making fools out of all of us. <laughs> this why can't we just enjoy one series at a time, Alabaster? <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Oh, okay, man. so let's do this. Wow. Okay, let's do this. The Nuggets look <laughs> like they are just in video game mode, bro. Like, yeah. and I, listen, our NBA countdown crew do a great job, great energy. But I remember Saturday, what day was that game? Game three. Wilbon being like, the Nuggets are only up three at halftime. And I was looking like, he can't be serious right now. Like, he can't be serious because you can look at the way this is going. And the forecast looks very bleak for the Los Angeles Lakers, who, I mean, they're not shooting the ball real well and getting a lot from their supporting cast, but, like, it looks like they're giving everything they got. It's just not enough. Jamal Murray, as much as we talk about Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray has been on a mission since he got healthy. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with um, giving it your best shot and and coming up short because they trying their damnness. And they're just not good enough. And, like, I think we... Uh, That's an ABC, to your yeah. point. We we have forgotten how far they've come in a short period of time. The Lakers, we can celebrate what they were able to accomplish from being left for dead, making some trades. And then they gave us a, a good run. They gave us some fun series. And now it's over. They, they gave us the tear, Foxy. They did. <laughs> they, did. The they did. But they do not want it with these damn nuggets. They are... Whew. It's not, I mean, oh. they, they've had a couple chances. Like, they keep the games close. And uh, LeBron, man, you just, we appreciate what you gave us, but he ain't got nothing left, guys. Not this year. Maybe so, Maybe it'll be different next year, but he giving us all he got. Uh, yeah, when you said they they keep it close, I mean, they, they haven't been blowouts, yeah. right? But outside of game one, I'm getting my games mixed up. No, one game, of the games two, that, game two was the one that they definitely should have won. Game one, yeah. they came back okay, and closed two. it, but they was getting their asses beat all of game one. Game two, they should have won. But Game two, outside of game two, at no point during this clutch period have I felt like, oh, they're about to do it. It's just kind of been... I mean, what we just coming off of the Heat Celtics, I guess that's I'm comparing it to that. There's not been a game that's been over in this uh in this uh Lakers Nuggets series until the end. Like you're watching it and you're like, hey, I know they don't have a chance. But it's always like 10, 12 points. They get it to six. It's getting down to four with Two possession ball game. Yeah, with five minutes left. And we like, yeah. We know what's gonna happen. We know what's gonna happen at the end of the movie, but they still get us to sit there and watch. I walked out the theater on on them damn Celtics. Walked out. I want my damn money back. <laughs> Oh, God. I went to go attempt to make this mango child dish, and I got a lime in my eye, so just ignore my eye. But anyway, uh, back to the current series. Listen, here's the thing with the Nuggets. Uh, it's it's almost a little bit of reverse of what we've had to do with LeBron for years, right? You make this decision between facilitator or scorer, and as much as the Lakers have tried to limit Nikola Jokic, when it matters, he's able to show up. I think, again, we talked about this last week, his – the way he sees the game and his court vision is on par with the LeBron James. So yeah. the way he's been able to respond to double teams, the unorthodox nature of his shots, still find the bottom of the net. Um, the way those guys are reckless on the glass, the contributions they get off their bench. like And of course, the way Jamal Murray plays, even though he had 30 in the first half and finished the game with 37 in game three, like the tempo that the Nuggets play with, the confidence that they're playing with, 
as as in the best possessions for the Lakers defense, this series to me just demonstrates defense can be great, but you're always at the mercy of offense. Because there's always an option for the Nuggets. They always find a hole. Yeah, man. I mean, they have a lot of good shooters and explosive, talented players and the, one of the best decision makers in the game. Also, do you watch, watch Succession? No. Uh, Everybody um, keeps talking about it. Well, the, the lime in the eye, like if you would have watched it last week, oh. it would have been, it means something to me. It means something to all succession viewers. It's actually lemon LaCroix in the eye, but it's oh, just like a lemon. funny pearl. Well, don't put it in your eyes. Apparently it burns. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious. Oh, all right, man. but if we have to go back to this original question. We don't. Okay, we don't. Don't. No. Right, Let's yeah, just enjoy don't. it. Let's enjoy yeah, each series for what they are. They're going to get us, like, speaking of succession, thank you, Heat. You can let me get to succession earlier than I had planned to this <laughs> evening. I, sometimes I have to wait till Monday morning. Not tonight. <laughs> I'm watching this thing tonight because I got plenty of energy thanks to Miami. And maybe we get some time off next week. We uh, won't be get some rest before the finals. I don't know. Look at that. Alabama, what are you going to do? The finals really could be starting next week. That's crazy. I think Kevin Harlan and those guys said there's never been sweeps at both of the finals, Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like we headed for it. All right. I see that we got that beautiful check. What's next? And such a funny stat because I'm sure there just weren't conference finals when like it was Russell and Chamberlain and they're only the two the two eight two of the only eight good teams eight teams it's, in the league. It's one of those stats that's since they've been keeping track. Right. <laughs> uh back when you know, you know, plumbers were dribbling like Bob Cousy. Um I watched one, hold on, hold on, hold on. I watched some old basketball this weekend just because like we've been talking a lot about the history of like where Nikola Jokic is going to rank in the history of centers at the end of his career. So I wanted to go back and watch some old centers. I, um, they were good for that time, <laughs> but man, it's hard to watch. Go ahead and watch that. Uh, what was I watching? I think I was watching the, uh, 71 Kareem. Okay. Oh, Kareem is good. Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm watching Oscar Robertson Robertson use just dribble with his right hand exclusively. I'm like, you're the best. I, stop, stop going with your right hand. I thought you was the best. What's happening? Like every time down the floor, they're just people taking contested mid-range shots. Like, what is this? Written down the floor, moving at a snail's pace. I'm sorry. I enjoyed it. It's really great. Kareem's the best center ever. Okay, 71. All right, I'm going to go look some up. Uh, it's I, on YouTube. It's a full game on 71 on YouTube that I was Golly. watching. Didn't we? Oh, man. I can I can already imagine. It's kind of like movies and how they were great when they first started, and now they're way better. <laughs> I just had to get, because I had just finished watching current basketball, and I don't, I know this sounds like I'm hating on old guys. They're great. The games were great, but it's evolved, and that's hard to watch, man. Hundred percent. Ain't no explosion, explosions like nobody jumping. People just out there hopping. It's rough. Would you feel the same way about old football though? Yeah, I've watched old. I mean, I'm just more used to it. I've watched old football, and it's not, it's not the same level. But I guess for football, it's like the physicality has decreased some. So like you mm -hmm. can watch old football games and appreciate how. Just <laughs> how brutal it was. <laughs> Gladiators. And, yeah, and there are like a couple players that you're like, nah. He, he's athletic enough to play today. And that's the same thing with the old basketball. But I just had a hard time watching Hall of Famers dribble left with their right hand. It just 
it did something to me. Huh. So 71, that was like LeBron's third year in the league, uh, which brings us to our final question. Uh, we're going to um, edit out all of that just because <laughs> his joke was bad. No, the joke is great. We'll just add oh. crickets behind it. Um, <laughs> Horrendous. So I want to add a tiny bit of context to the question. What I'm, what I'm going to be getting at is can LeBron really be a factor, like an impact player on a team that wins a championship? And saying that, do you think LeBron's championship window is closed? I'd say no, his window's not closed. I'll buy Monica some time to give you guys the real answer. But my feeling is we're dealing with a LeBron that is not fully healthy. And mm-hmm. we see that he is that player in stretches and he is that player in certain games. So can he be the best player on a championship team? No, we all know that. Uh mm-hmm. Can he be the second best player? I think so. If he somehow ends up as the third best player, a healthy next year, then absolutely. If Austin Reeves takes some super jump or they, they make some move that I don't see out there in Horizon to get somebody else there that LeBron, they ask less of him, then hell yeah, he can be an impactful player. He's still good on defense. He's still like explosive uh, offensively at times. I just wish he stopped shooting so damn much. Cause the shot is the shot is leaving him. Yeah. I, except when he needs it. Well, no, I can't even really uh-uh. question in this series. Uh-uh. Um, I agree with you though, largely. And I think the big one that's out there in the whatever in the basketball ethosphere, whatever you want to call it, no, would be Kyrie, right? Uh-huh. Like if you add Kyrie to this roster, it's gonna cost you D'Lo. I don't. I don't, know, I don't think they have any picks to move. Um, at least in the near future, it's gonna cost you some of this depth. But LeBron to me is still a guy that guys want to pay want to play with. Grab a couple of Tristan Thompsons, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't think the window's closed. I think you're right. Like, I don't know how real the Kyrie thing is. Uh, there's obviously a lot to see in terms of whatever he decides to do in Dallas. I know that talent covers a bunch of stuff, and that certainly applies to Kyrie. So I wouldn't say that the window is closed. I do. I, I do. I think AD showed us a little something, something, particularly in the last series. Um, in this series, I don't even think he's been bad. The Nuggets have been that much better, right? Um, and so I think a lot of LeBron's window still rides on the promise of AD. Right. But he is a guy that guys want to play with. And so as much as this is attached to AD, it's also attached to Kalinka being able to be savvy sooner in terms of putting him in a position to win. But the Nuggets, I mean, this year is about the Nuggets, right? Right? Yeah. Like. Mike Malone, I feel you from the presser. As I, I think I picked the Nuggets as my favorite at one point in like February or something we were doing. And I, cause I remember people was going back and forth on Twitter and then you just kind of move on. And like, even I thought I have Phoenix coming into the postseason. The Nuggets are just that good. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah, I don't know what, the, what Kyrie means to the team. Like, I guess replacing D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, he's a rich man's version of that same player where he like can give you some instant offense is not going to be a huge help on defense, but can carry the load. I think And LeBron obviously has experience playing with him. Uh, that could be the difference because Kyrie, when he's playing is still incredible. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was, incredible. Was, yeah. What he can do uh, is around the basket and his shooting really ball handling, obviously all that stuff is, is outstanding. So yeah, with the way that the West shook down, but then you have to look around the other teams like the Warriors. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and the Suns. Maybe they'll build something around KD and and Book or something a little stronger. 
Yeah, I, I think that's fair. But like, you also could say that the West is sort of in flux. Yeah. Is this the do this? Do the Kings now have enough experience to roll? The Nuggets obviously going to re up. Um, we got to see what happens with the Warriors. And again, I, I think, at least as the way guys talk about KD and Book, like they just play with so much space. I don't think it should be tough for them to find. I shouldn't say tough because there's only so many guys available, but they should be able to find a couple pieces to add to that depth. So, yeah, you're right. But I'm not ready to count Braun out. He has been, gosh, an enigma, like one of the most puzzling and entertaining and successful pieces of our league. Um, I do think it's been really weird this series. I don't know how you feel to see like father time is legit. Like the commercial is right there. Like you yeah. can see it. And I, yeah, the injury is a part of it, but you also can just see like yeah. he's been doing this for 20 plus years. Yeah. It's weird because you see those glimpses where he gets a chase down block, which he's had a number of them in the playoffs this year. Um, or when he puts his head down and barrels to the basket and you're like, Oh yeah, that's LeBron on the, on a fast break. But then the rest of the time, you're like, Oh, oh. <laughs> Man. all the time um, catching up with my guy for sure i just wonder what austin reeves contract is about to look like his next Ooh. deal because he's gonna get paid he's been he one of the most consistent players they have oh my gosh he's about to get so paid you, you know uh utah gonna drive that price through the roof <laughs> utah and dallas oh they gonna drive that price through the roof He's been good, though. I got to give him his props. I yeah, still, him declaring it. that he's him is still a little odd to me. But he's hey, been good. I, mean, I give him his it, props. It is what it is. Man, it's a him. <laughs> uh, hey, he going to be the king of Salt Lake. Golly. Don't, don't leave L.A. L.A. is pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah. They already lost Alex Caruso. They got to keep yeah. somebody whose career LeBron built. Yeah, he got to stay there. Like, I feel like whatever money he might lose, he will make up for it in happiness. And, and being like the star when the last time the lakers had a star white like perimeter player gosh we talking about the logo like they gonna change the logo literally like trying to think jerry west yeah <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of some light-skinned folks but they was black so they was just light-skinned <laughs> <laughs> on that note you can follow us at Debatable and get all these fun takes and clips. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a good game again soon, I hope. Goodbye. We'll be Bye. talking about the finals next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs>